Cool. Well, I have a very short message for you guys today. Uh, Does anyone here like short messages? But first, I want to start with a couple corny jokes. Is that okay? For Thanksgiving. For the sake of Thanksgiving. What's the best song to play while cooking a turkey? All about that baste. All about that bass. What key can't open doors? A turkey. These are all things you can share at your dinner table this upcoming week. (laughs) What sound does a turkey's phone make? Wing, wing, wing. That's it. Really bad. But today's message title is Show Up Hungry. How many of you are hungry this morning? To show up hungry. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, right here, this guy, he's our community groups director of this church, the groups that meet throughout the week. He and his wife come every Tuesday to volunteer, and um, well, Aaron volunteers slash gets paid too. So uh, Mandy volunteers. <laughs> And they come, and so all those bulletins that are in, you know, the connection card, she does all that. She organizes this area. She does all the things that make a lot of these things happen around here without anybody knowing. Would you guys give it up for Mandy real quick? Well, it was her birthday on Tuesday, and so Aaron brought in a bunch of Hertz donuts for her birthday and said, and texted everybody and said, show up hungry. And I was like, yes, Hertz Donuts. This is amazing. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm on a diet. This doesn't work at all. Why would you do that to me? But we're reading through the book of Acts. And uh, when I saw that show up hungry, it just hit with me. There was something that resonated where just this hunger, a hunger for God, just show up hungry. The first part of that is to show up, right? To be present. And so you're here, you're present, good job. Give yourself a round of applause. You showed up. If you're tuning in online, like you showed up, you're here, you're present. So showing up is is a big deal, isn't it? To be there, to be present. Just think of uh, Thanksgiving. When you show up, are you expecting there to be dinner? Are you expecting there to be mashed potatoes and gravy? Are you expecting there to be uh, a turkey? When we show up to things, we show up hungry. When we show up to Thanksgiving, we show up hungry. I don't know about you guys, but I skip supper on Wednesday, and I don't eat anything for breakfast so that when it's time to throw down, I am ready. I'm so hungry. Let's get this thing going. Thank you, Jesus. Go. (laughs) Just showing up hungry. That's what we experience for Thanksgiving, isn't it? Just a hunger. But there's something that actually happens in our life, too, in our spirits, in our souls. We get hungry. We get hungry. We have life circumstances, and 
we have different challenges that we face and we, we start to develop a hunger for something real, something tangible. What, what is it? What am I looking for? God, why do you have me on this earth? And the Lord just really hit home when he sent that text, show up hungry, to show up hungry for God to move, to show up hungry for our hearts to say, Jesus, I want you in my life. I want everything that you have for me. Every aspect of my life is yours. I'm hungry, I'm desperate to see you move in my life. I've tried everything else out there and it just doesn't satisfy, does it? That we have this hunger for God. And so today, I'm excited about this message because I believe the Lord's gonna do something amazing with a bunch of hungry people. So let's dive into God's word. It's in Acts 14, eight. That's what we're looking in today, Acts 14, eight. I'm gonna go ahead and pray and then uh, we're gonna dive right in. If you have a Bible, you can turn in your Bible. If not, there will be the scripture on the screen too. So Lord, we just, we just invite you in this, in this place, Lord. We, we thank you for the plans that you have. Lord, you know each one of our hearts in this room. You know what it is that we're searching for. You know what we're longing for. You know what we're hungry for. And so God, we just, we just surrender this time over to you. Just make the most of this time as we just set it aside and just say, God, we wanna hear from you. We wanna know you, Lord. Lord, I also just choose to get out of your way. Would you just use me as a mouthpiece, God? Not, not my intellect and not my words, but Holy Spirit, would you speak through me? Just choose to get out of your way. Have your way, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Have your way in this place. Hmm. Amen. Acts 14, eight. I'm gonna just read straight through this. We're gonna go to 10. In Lystra, there sat a man who was lame. And he had been that way since birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. And Paul looked directly at him and saw that he had faith to be healed and called, called out, stand up on your feet. And at that, the man jumped up and began to walk. In Lystra, there was a man who sat there and he was lame and he had been that way since birth but he showed up, he showed up. He heard about what Paul and Barnabas were doing in Iconium, which is a city about 20 miles away from Lystra. And he shows up, hey, can you guys get me to go see Paul? Can you guys get me there? So I wanna see him, I wanna look at his face. I'm hearing of the amazing things that God is doing in Iconium, which is another city. I'm hearing that God's, like there's miracles happening. And so would you get me to see Paul? His entire life, he had to depend on everyone else around him to get there, to get wherever he was going. 
but he showed up. He showed up, he got there, that Paul was able to look at him directly at his eyes. Did you see that in the passage? It says that Paul looked directly at him and saw that he had faith to be healed. He was present, he was there. He was, sometimes in our life, we just gotta show up to stuff. Sometimes we gotta set aside, you know, put that alarm on our clock and say, God, I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna pray for five minutes at six o'clock in the morning just going to show up. Sometimes we got to push through some obstacles to get the church. Did anybody push through obstacles of finding parking this morning? Go ahead and raise your hand. Amen. Keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. Just bless that. You showed up. You are here. You pushed through obstacles of parking. Because sometimes you just got to show up. You got to walk through things. And you just got to be present. And so he's hearing of what's happening in the neighboring city. And he's like, I got to be there. Because why? Because today could be the day. Today could be it. God could meet me right where I'm at. I could be healed. And so he shows up. He shows up. But then it says this, that Paul looked at him and he saw that he had what? Faith? He saw that he had what? faith. He saw they had faith to be healed. This is the same faith that Jesus talks about and says, the description of this faith is, is when Jesus says, if you have faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. That same kind of faith. And then he also, Jesus also says, why are you so afraid? Do you not have faith? So this faith that God will take care of you. In this description of faith, you can actually change it and say expectancy. He showed up expecting to see Paul and expecting to see a miracle. He shows up, but not showing up, oh, I'm just going to be here. I guess I'm going to just go be present. Sometimes we got to get to that place, right? But he showed up with an expectant heart of God's going to actually do something today. How many of you showed up with that mindset this morning, that the Lord just wants to do something in your life, something that's miraculous, He shows up and he's expecting for the Lord to do something. God's gonna speak directly to my heart. He's invited me into some things that that he's put in my life that are way bigger than me. He shows up expectant, expecting God to move. As we apply this message today, the word that I want to leave you guys with on this Thanksgiving is hunger. I want to leave you guys all hungry. (laughs) A hunger, an expectancy to just show up and for the Lord to move in our lives, to have a hunger for God. That when we set aside time for God to speak to us and we say, you know what, Lord, I really need to hear your voice, that we're expectant for him to actually talk. I know I fill up God's ears a lot and then I'm like, well, that was all the time I had, Lord. So um, you got anything to say? No? Okay, cool. Move on. Expecting for God to speak Jesus Christ paid the way that we and you can have a relationship with the Lord. That means that he wants to talk to us. Have you ever texted somebody like eight times and there was no response? 
this is a little secret. I gave it to first service too. If, if you text somebody more than three times, just stop. Just, just quit. <laughs> just quit. And just wait for them to respond to the third one. <laughs> I've learned this over the last five years. <laughs> but it's, we're writing the Lord a love letter, and then he's trying to write us back. And so having this expectancy of God wants to speak to me, God, I am so hungry to hear your voice. Man, nothing else in my life speaks to my heart as much as your voice. So Lord, would you speak to me? Would you speak to my heart? Would you speak in my life? Would you give me direction for today? A hunger. A hunger as we open up God's word that I just don't get it. None of this makes sense. But a hunger to go, God, I don't understand everything in here, but I want to know. So I'm going to keep using my Bible app, my, my everyday Bible app. I'm going to keep opening up your word to just really dive in to understand what is it you want to say to me. A hunger for God. When we gather together next Sunday morning, to anticipate the Lord doing something. To anticipate God's going to speak to me during the message, during worship. God, I'm meeting with you. I'm surrendering everything to you because I don't have it all under control and I don't have all the answers, but Lord, I just wanna know you. I'm so hungry to know you more. This type of hunger, this type of expectancy, I'm expecting amazing things for 2022. I'm expecting the YMCA to blow up with revival, guys. To see kids getting baptized in the pool. That's what we're expecting. We've, we've tasted a little bit of it this year, guys. We've had knees healed. Like knees that people are going in for surgery, can you pray for my knee? They go in, they, or we pray for their knee, their knee is healed. We've had backs healed. We've had relationships restored. That's what God does is he redeems, he restores. We've tasted a little bit of it. There's more to come. Last week we talked about a God that can heal and then uh, after the service, Aaron was going back to City Kids and was like, you know what? I'm gonna have the kids pray for me because he said his shoulder was been in pain. The kids are learning exactly what we're learning, that we can pray for people. So he had the kids pray for him, woke up Monday morning, his shoulder is completely painless. Yeah, good God. We've tasted a little bit of it. There's more to come. There's more to come. I'm completely expecting revival in downtown Davenport. And I'm expecting it to be a wave that this is an epicenter that creates an, a wave to the Quad Cities, to the four cities that we are combined, we are united as one Quad Cities. And the city church has a place in that. It's, it's here, it's happening. This morning, here's what I'm expecting. 
we, we normally do communion between the second and third song, but I just had this really strong sense that as we receive communion, that there's gonna be some of us in this room that need a healing touch, that God, you know, you actually came in the door with, with something that is a matter with your body. And I believe that as we receive communion this morning, that what Jesus did for us on the cross, once and for all, that we're gonna actually be healed. I'm expecting that. I have faith for that. And so what I'd love for us to do as a church collectively is to just receive communion together with a heart of hunger and expectancy. God, would you come? Would you meet with me right here? The other part of this, this is, um, it's not only our body, but you know the mind is a part of the body? <laughs> Sometimes we forget that, isn't we? We separate that. But the Lord actually wants to bring clarity, peace, over anxiety, health over our minds, vision. God wants to bring vision for you to dream again. Good dreams. <laughs> to have dreams again. So I believe he's gonna do that today as we receive communion. So would you mind, if you can, would, would you just stand up and then uh, we're gonna receive communion together. Thank you. Hmm. So I just want you to take this time and just uh, whatever it means, you know, you heard some of the things that I was expecting and, and praying for this week, but what is it that you're really needing the Lord to, to touch this morning? Is it your heart? Is it your mind? Have you, has anybody in the room, have you had a diagnosis that you're like, man, I just don't want to believe that diagnosis anymore. I want to actually operate in faith. Let's just go to him. God, we just uh, invite you into this moment right here, right now. As we receive your body that was beaten and broken and bruised for us, the Bible says that you, 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 um, they couldn't even recognize you. That people wouldn't even recognize you, just how much you paid for us that much. And so, Lord, we just received the power of the cross this morning and what you did for each one of us. Receive the wholeness that comes in remembering what you did for us on the cross once and for all. You said to do this in remembrance of you, and so that's what we're doing here this morning. We just remember the power of the cross for each one of us, that every single one of us has access to it. And as your body was broken and bruised and beaten, that we can actually access healing and health. Everything that you did paved the way for us to have faith, to have healing. And so, Lord, we just, we just uh, received that this morning. Your health, your wholeness over our bodies and our minds. 
In Jesus' name, he is body. And God, we remember what you did for us, that your blood actually paid the way that we could have access to the Father, that each one of us can come boldly before your throne <laughs> as your kids, like, coming in the door, Dad, 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 I need you. That we could come boldly before your throne. And so that's what we're doing today, Lord, as we, we just say we're hungry for you. We're hungry for something new in our life. We're hungry for something to be real and tangible, God. We just come before you and just say thank you for your forgiveness that you forgave each one of us. And so any guilt, any condemnation of last night or last week or the last 15 years of our life, any of that stuff gets washed away in the blood of Jesus Christ. So we just receive that, Lord. And the other part of this is we also just forgive anyone that we've been holding on unforgiveness to. That is including ourselves. The things that we beat ourselves out, up about. Oh, if I would have just done the right thing. Lord, we just choose to forgive others and we forgive ourselves right now. In Jesus' name, amen.